Yo, what it is, what it is. It's your host, Tacos and Workouts, and welcome to the best podcast in Long Beach, California. We have an interesting episode for you, and let's get started. What it is, what it is. Podcast. Thank you once again for joining me, um, you know, and, and coming back to the best podcast in Long Beach, California. It's your boy, Tacos and Workouts. And I've been trying to get this, this gentleman here for, for, uh, for a while. And he's busy. He's a busy guy. And I'm so excited to have him on here because he does very important things to our community. So here he is. Hey, como estas? Hey, good, you? good, man. I'm excited to have you, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Alex Enamorado. I'm a uh, city commissioner and also a street vendor activist. Okay. And what does this, uh, uh, a street vendor activist do? Um, so there's a, a variety of things that we have. So we have a few resources for street vendors. The way I got involved is there was a street vendor in Long Beach, actually, uh, that was beat up pretty badly. And then there was a lady that created a GoFundMe, didn't know him, and she ran away with the money. So when there's a street vendor victim, I kind of became a first responder. I make sure that they have a GoFundMe and that they, they only have access to it. And then from there... Uh, we have uh, friends who are pro bono attorneys. We have civil attorneys. Uh, we provide uh, security if they feel fear to going back to work. We do community buyouts. We try to find a way where they can sell safely. Also, we provide help with permits. We connect them with other organizations that do legislation. Wow, that's a lot of work, man. And and you know what? I want to say thank you for the hard work you do. I mean, all this time, I was always thinking, like, something should be done, and you're him. You're the guy that's doing it, man. And, and you know, when I, when I first got wind of you, I was like, I need to have him on the podcast because, uh, you know, it, it's it's I've always wanted to do something like this, but not knowing how to do it, not having the right connections, it, it's almost impossible. And sometimes uh, you need the right person to get the, the wheels moving, how things work, you know, and get that going. So I want to thank you for that. And I was I was on the same in the same position. I didn't know how to do it, but I people ask me all the time, like, what was my goal? Right. Because I don't get paid from this. You know, this is not my job. I, I do this on my own. But my only goal was not to get a street vendor killed in L.A. Because during the pandemic, man, it was really tough. They were getting beat up, stabbed, shot. So that was my main goal. So someone in the comment section on TikTok said, you know, give them tasers. So I, I started giving them tasers, pepper spray, and then they went to. I actually had to hire PPO licensed uh, security guards with guns to stand out there for six hours. That's how bad it got. Yeah, you know what? I have my thoughts on on, on that, man. You know, I, I think that uh, street vendors, um, you know, they should be left alone, um, you know, and it sucks because they're not. And usually when they fall victims to to a violent crimes, uh, half the time they don't report it because, um, you know, uh, you know, they're in fear that, you know, they might get, um, you know, they might be the ones that get in trouble. Right. Sometimes they're not here legally or sometimes they don't have their their legal status secured. So they're like, no, I can't call the cops porque me, me van a echar para atrás de Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, wherever they're from. Right. So it, it's it's like they, they fall easy prey, man. I know that. Um, Hood Santa. Um, do you work with Hood Santa? He's my friend. He's my friend. Okay, good, good. Yeah, um, I, and I I did a podcast with him as well, and uh, he's trying to do the bulletproof vest. I think he's actually giving some out. And we had him on here, and, and we tried to get some some support for him as well. So 
all this stuff that we're doing for our street vendors, it, it, it touches me, man, because uh, when I see those those people, man, that's that's us, man. That's us hardworking people that, that, that you know, want to go out there and, and do good things for their families and their community, man. So it, it, it's, it's very important, man. Um, so I have a video, right? And um, let, and I want I want to show you. This is how I first caught wind of you. Um, and and then um, I kind of want to touch a little bit more on 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 why this happened. And and uh, well, let's play the video. Buddy here kissing ass the cops. Well, his name is A Cop Torosian. No kidding, he goes by Jack. Well, his employees hired Letis Alcas Frescas, but I guess he didn't know. And when he approached them, he said racial slurs. My shoes opening in my chair. Are you kidding me? You have to get the fuck out of here. This is embarrassing. This is not a Mexican hangout. This is Jim here in LA on my end, and he's opening another one in Miami. You're going to allow that, Miami? Make sure to leave a review on the open. You see? There you go, man. What, what happened there? Uh, You know, there was a, a gym owner that had a you know, said some stuff that um, was recorded. Uh, but something beautiful came out of that. We had a Mexican hangout outside. We had a lot of folks come through, and we celebrated unity with the Armenian community and the Mexican community. Um, and that's that's what came out of that. Um, I haven't heard from him ever since. From what I know, he's not in the state. Uh, and, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, serve, serve them as a lesson, you know, not to do that again. And, you know, we all make mistakes, some some bigger than others, you know. And you know, I hope he finds healing. So he wasn't there that day that you guys had the, the Mexican hangout outside his gym? <clears throat> no. But we are aware that uh, the staff had closed down because of a prior protest that we had before. So, um, yeah. Is that something that, that we're, um, we're going to keep on kind of showing up and kind of, you know, like make it, you know, to, to make it very clear that he, you know, um, what he, he he's doing because or, or was that like just a one and done well to be honest i mean there's so many there's so much stuff going on right now i just came back from san diego last night there was another incident where there was vendors who were attacked not just by one person it was like three or four people that were attacking them um we usually don't last long unless they do it again you know because that's how busy we are every 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 day there's a new situation involving street vendors or indigenous people being attacked and um we're not here to cancel people for what they say or what they do. I mean, I, we hope they find healing. But like I said, if they do it again, then, you know, that's another that's that that'll, that'll be another problem. Yeah, that's well said, man. Um, I, I, I like I like how you said you don't like to cancel people, um, you know, because, you know, it, it's, it's it's better to make people understand, you know, what's going on. Um, and, and, and I am personally myself. I don't like the cancel culture, but um, that's like another topic. Right. For another day. Um so um, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, I think I might have the video that you're talking about. Let's just go ahead and play it um, in regards to what's going on. In, in, uh, and then if it's not the video, just let me know. Fucking talking about it. This is my property because I'm a fucking taxpayer. Uh, bitch. Fuck fuck I'm a taxpayer. So you owe me fucking money. Asshole. Stop touching me. Fuck you. Fuck you. 
Do you know at this beach, they have been antagonized by multiple people? In the great words of Malcolm X, it is criminal to teach a man not to defend himself when he is constant victim of brutal attacks. Protect street vendors at all times. That's the video you were talking about? Day morning. <laughs> I'm still tired from all that. <laughs> oh, man. It, it, and, and, and you know what? It's like I questioned myself. Like, why does this keep on happening to our people? Like, what, what makes it okay? And, 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 you know, it started, I think, what was it? A couple years ago, right? And, and, and activities came about that just opened up the floodgates and it made. It's never been okay. But I noticed a, 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 a shift where, where it just expanded and exploded. And uh, we've seen it a lot during the pandemic. We saw it a lot a couple years ago. And uh, we haven't seen it as much recently compared to what it was, but it still continues to happen. Why do you think this is? It's a variety of things. So there was a Senate bill that was passed in 2018 legalizing street vending in California throughout the whole state. So that opened a lot of doors for our people to make some, um, to be financially independent. And then after that, we have the pandemic. Um, the working class lost $300, $300 million. I'm sorry, $300 billion. And oligarchs and billionaires, they actually gained, they profited off the pandemic 300 billion. So it was like a like a lose-lose for us and win-win for them. And so who's rolling around with cash in our hurt communities? It's street vendors, right? So that's another thing we try, we try to, we've been helping them out with uh, transitioning for them to uh, charge people with Venmo, Zelle, that way they have less cash in their pockets. So it's a variety within, within the, the pandemic, the new Senate bill that passed, people that are conservative, that they don't like change. They don't like change. They don't want to see nothing outside. Even though it's ironic that it, a lot of the people that are against street vending are capitalists and they believe in freedom of uh, uh, financial stability and financial independence. Uh, they promote a lot of entrepreneurship. And it's also ironic because a lot of uh, vendors that I know that are selling in the streets are people that lost their restaurants during the pandemic. So it's it's a, like a kind of like a perfect storm that happened within the past i would say five years yeah so kind of like what i see happening um you know during the pandemic there was like like a huge boom in um street vending like you said right and a lot of it was like street like you know there's always been like your your elotero your your you know lady selling their tamales your your uh, your frutas right there's always been that so that's always been like a constant right but now it's like there's like a you know I, I i lived in east l.a so in east l.a there was like a taqueria like in every esquina right you know and they, they all they all profit man it's like you know what everybody made money one day you eat tacos at this stand the other day you go eat another taco stand and whatever it's a beautiful thing right but i noticed that like throughout all of l.a county now there's taquerias everywhere it's like a big boom right well i've been seeing a um i think i think i seen it on one of yours um where where um it's I don't know if it was a cops or, or or something. They came and they threw away the food. And and I, I've been seeing that. So it, and I think that that's something that is going to start to happen more and more now that the pandemic seems to have like died down a bit. Uh, yes. So, so that it's, it's hard, man, because of the, the Department of Public Health 
they make it super hard for them to get their permits. A lot of people talk shit. Sorry for cussing, but a lot of people talk crap saying, you know, why don't they get their permits? And personally, I've seen how hard it is. For example, the Department of Public Health has only approved a tamale cart. And so if you have an elote cart or if you have a taqueria, they won't they won't approve it. They haven't even figured it out themselves. So, yeah, it's going to keep happening. But there's also a new Senate bill that makes it easier for them to get their permits. And it's on the table right now uh, for the assembly to vote on it. And if that passes and then the governor signs off on it, then it'll be easier for them to get their permits. And this is a quite I've had meetings with the uh, Department of Public Health. And I've asked them, have you looked at the data of food poisoning cases in the hospitals? The majority, 9.9% per capita, uh, 9.99%, 99% per capita is from restaurants. So even if you have that A on on your window, it doesn't stop your uh, an employee to spit on your food, to not use their gloves. Um, I mean, what, they get a routine check every three months, you know? So if I were to see a big spike of food poisoning cases in hospitals because of street vending, I assure you, I, I would be on the same book and try to uh, make them more sanitary, but they are very sanitary at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy because, um, you know, it, it, it's people use these numbers, right? They use these numbers to, to manipulate us and our costs and stuff like that. And, um, you know, it it's, I think you're right. I, I think it's very very minimal that people get get sick eating off of it's like in mexico it's 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 um but not only in mexico throughout the world man i've seen people you know i'm not well traveled but i've seen people like in the discovery shows that they go to all these places they go to china they go to india and 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 and, and it's just it's just a thing that humans do man it's not so much here in in uh in the United States, um, you know, uh, as common, right? Uh, I think at one point there was a lot of street vending, like hot dogs and stuff like that. But this is this is uh, the the reality that you know it is a common thing. So um, we need to figure that out. But I think we have to like unite as a people, like as as, as Latinos, Mexicanos, and and figure out what 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 ha- has to be done. I guess we have to organize some sort of event or something where we could uh, you know get like. Uh, you know, people like yourself, you know, that are, are well knowledge and kind of like help us guide us the right way, you know. Definitely. And that, that's what we're trying to we're trying to make it easier for them to get their permits. And then look, at the end of the day, the goal is to get them a brick and mortar, to get them a, a, a shop where they don't have to worry about going out on the street or doing anything. And and like I tell you, it's ironic that the people are, that are against that are the ones that promote capitalism. They promote um, entrepreneurship. So. Uh, I just came back from New York not too long ago. Uh, we had a grand opening for a, a lady who was street vending for almost 20 years, a tamalera lady, and uh, now she has her own restaurant, you know, and that's the whole goal, you know, that's the plan because that's the society that we live in. You know, we live in a in a selfish world where, you know, it's, 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 up, it's up to yourself, you know, you get no help, honestly, and it's such a large wage gap that we have right now in this world where the working class is just getting sucked dry by billionaires. I kind of want to backtrack a little bit and, and talk about that that video um, that we just showed uh, the San Diego. What what beach is that? Well, where's this going on? Because it is um, we had we had that person right that was talking to Mac. I think we had our person on a bike, and then we had another another gentleman just walking up and goes, "Hey, let me see your permit." And then they asked him, "No, well, let's let's see your ID," and he didn't. So it seems like at this beach, it's a constant thing. Where exactly in San Diego is this happening, and why? This is in Mission Beach, and. To be honest, 
I they're, they're just being targeted because when I went out there and I spoke with the white street vendors, because there's, there's a lot of white street vendors, they haven't got any sort of criticism or anything. Um, and then, uh, so it's at, it's at Mission Beach on your Dock 13. And it's just been a few people. So there's this guy named Larry Webb. He's the president of the Mission Beach Council. It's like a neighborhood council. They have zero political power, power, but they just like to use fancy titles. And he's been adamant of getting these vendors out. They say that they're blocking people's views from the ocean. But then again, they don't complain about the big businesses that block the views that are literally two feet away, like 16 feet away from the sand. Uh, there's several restaurants, several houses. And yet there's a little section there that they've allowed street vending. Um, so it's 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 mainly that guy. You know, I haven't ran into him yet. You know, I would love to. But I haven't run into this guy, this guy spearheading everything, man. He has a large, he has a pretty, pretty large local following. And he's basically just targeting these vendors. So it's, it's just, it's just the Raza, right? That, that uh, for some reason, everybody's taking it upon that. You know what? Um, we're going to walk up to the Raza and we're going to be like, hey, you know what? You, you can't, you can't be between your businesses for whatever reason. Uh, but when it's other people, then nothing is said or it's perfectly fine. I wonder what why that is, man. I mean, um, I don't see, you know, uh, um, you know, the vendors causing any kind of damage or, or scandalosos or throwing big parties or they're just there to to you know to create commerce. So I don't understand why this keeps on happening, man. And and it's, it happens all over LA, man. It's a constant. It's, it almost seems that it happens every day, man. Uh, recently, there was something also in San Pedro that happened, right? Some guy was selling uh, tamales. What happened there? So Juan was walking down the street in, in uh, San Pedro and there was uh, this guy named Chris Shelby that approached him. He said, uh, get out of here, you wetback. You know, the next time I see you, motherfucker, I'm going to get you. And I, um, yeah, and luckily he kept his composure. He just recorded it. And, you know, so right away I contacted my folks that I know in San Pedro. They got me in contact with his wife. And then uh, we had a community buyout. It was funny, man, because uh, I planned the, the buyout at 10 a.m. I got there like at 9.50. No one was there. There was like one guy that I knew. And next thing you know, man, this 10 o'clock hits, man. People just start flooding out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> like, it, it was dope. And, and, and you sold them out, huh? And uh, I think you did it right in front of his house, right? Oh, yeah. And then we seen them through the window hiding. It was amazing. <laughs> he, scared and he has a... Uh... Know that like with him too, I backed off on him. I was like, "All right, cool." He hasn't bothered him. Juan has been selling around that that area. He hasn't told him anything. So, you know, if he does it again, then we're gonna have to step in, get restraining orders, and make sure that he has, does. Because this guy, man, he was crazy, dude. He had a lot of Facebook posts talking about he wanted to kill N words and. Oh. Uh, so 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 that that's what it is with with that with that guy. It's a lot of bigotry, man. It sucks. All right, man. Um, I have one last video I wanted to show, uh, and, and uh, I don't know the full story, but maybe you could you could fill us in on this one. This dirty Mexican coming out from my every orifice. I'm a human being, um, and I do have feelings, and am I truly am so sorry. These were my words, and. You can wipe those fake tears. Why is it that all these business owners are doing damage control? If she wouldn't own this business, she wouldn't be saying sorry or wiping fake tears. And I'm not trying to be funny. I am dead serious with this, okay?
This dirty Mexican coming out from my. There you go. So, we, yeah, we have another business owner who feels it's perfectly okay to make either being serious or making fun and using uh, Mexican as as a punchline. Um, I, you know what? I got to be honest with you. Look, uh, I, I do a little bit of, co uh, of the comedy. Okay. You know, I'm doing stand up and I, I do like my videos on TikTok and Instagram or whatever. And they're comical. But my videos are mainly focused on making fun of myself. Okay, yeah. I never try to make fun of anybody else, but it does kind of rub me a little bit the wrong way when somebody that's not within the within the culture they're constantly using as a using us as a punchline, and sometimes it's like, are you doing it to be funny? Or are you doing it maliciously? Like, what are you doing? And 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 I I want to ask the question. And guys, for everybody watching this video, comment down below on why do you think it is? Why are we always the butt of every single joke? Why is that? You know, I, I don't want to compare um, what we're called, um, you know, to other other um, words that are used for other um, groups of people. Right. But it's in the constant and in, in the context that the word is used is it, the word itself is uh, when they say Mexican. Mexican is not a derogatory term. OK, it, it, it's it's just, you know, you know, labeling us as raza that we come from Mexico. But the way it's said it's said. They say it in a derogatory term, and that's what I'm not not cool with. It's like, why do you say it like that? Like, if it's a bad thing, being Mexican is not a bad thing. Being American is not a bad thing. Being Puerto Rican is not a bad thing. Being Brazilian, it's not a bad thing. But why are we always the butt of every single joke? I mean, it's uh, it's it's not just like joking. It's it's more like. The standard of living of, of what we've been through they've not only have we been oppressed through jokes but we've been oppressed through like actual physical things you know like um going back let's say a thousand years you know our indigenous you know the mayans aztecs and and natives that we got invaded by by colonial people like white people from spain white people from Eng england and they kind of looked at us and and next next to african americans they look at us kind of like 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 dirt you know like like we're not we're not human enough and it's literally in the constitution that they actually placed that african-americans i think they were like what they named them one-third of a human and that hasn't gone away bro that hasn't gone away there's a lot of people who who i mean look at how many people voted for trump and and who just believe in in white supremacy deep down they they might not show it they might not say it but it's, it, it slips here and there sometimes and that's when we catch that bs from that lady yeah, man, this is this is why it's important. Look, man, um, for all you guys who do not follow Alex, um, you know, follow him. We need he needs as much support as possible because he's our voice. He's 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 leading the way to to community activism and, and fighting for people, man. So this is why it's so important when I tell people to support the right podcasters, support the right people, get behind the right people, push them, help them grow to create a bigger voice to get more things done, man. That's. That's why I say, um, you know, to support support us, you know, as as content creators. But um, getting back to what you just said in regards to like, um, you know, things not being fair and, and being oppressed or whatever. I'm going to tell you a quick little story. I know you got to go because uh, you're very busy. So, I'll, you know, um, I'll just say this real quick. Um, a couple of years ago, maybe like about, I don't know, five, six years, um, I was not in a very good place financially. I was working at a place where I didn't want to be. 
and I was looked up and looked down upon and sometimes also uh, not treated well. And there were people from, they were not Mexican um, and they didn't understand. And they said, um, why can't you be successful? And I said, because um, opportunity is not distributed, distributed equally. I don't understand. Anyone could do, this is America, any, anyone could do whatever they want. And I go, to a certain extent, you're, you're right, but you don't understand. And then, and, and then I had to give them two scenarios. Okay, I go, let, let's, let's give an example right now. Let's, let's have a race, right? As a matter of fact, I'll, I'll race the world's fastest man. Usain Bolt, 100-yard dash, and I could beat him. And then um, the person's are like, that's impossible. And I go, no, it's perfectly possible. I look, I'm, I'm, I'm very short, overweight, whatever. I could still beat the fastest man in the world. And I go, well, how are you going to do that? And I go, I'm just going to put a whole bunch of obstacles in front of him. So, you know, it, it's, it's, you know we're going to start running, and I'm going to put a big wall. And he's a, a, a big 10, 12-foot wall, and he's going to have to climb it. And I'm going to keep on running. And then once he's done climbing that wall, there's going to be a ditch. He has to jump in the ditch and then get his way out. And I just keep on running. And then he gets out of that. And then, and then he, you know, there's a crocodile pit and he has to go through that. So I keep on putting all these barriers in front of him, right? So you're too busy running these barriers that you can't get to the finish line. By the time you realize, by the time he gets to the finish line, I'm already made it. I'm already so far ahead. And, and that this is a reason why we can't be successful. And, and a lot of people don't understand. They're like, oh, you're from Mexico and, and, and you've been, been here for 20 years. And um, the reality is that even though you've been here for 20 years, it doesn't make it even. It doesn't, um, you know, I'll, I'll give you another another scenario. Um, someone made a comment. Well, um, you know, they've been here for 20 years. Why can't they learn the language? And I'm like, well, it's very easy. And I'll tell you why. Okay, they come here, you know. Sometimes as adults, sometimes as children, their whole family, nobody in their family speaks the language, right? They live in a community where nobody speaks the language, right? They go to a place where, where they want to learn, but they're not educated to learn the language, right? And then sometimes they have to, they're forced to work 12-hour shifts. So they got out of work, they have nothing to do, but just go home and eat. So when the hell do they have time to study the language, to get ahead, to, to, to do that? So it, it's, it's, um... It's, it's a lot of work um, being in the position that we are, and, and sometimes people don't understand. That's why it's important to have the, these community, uh, um, you know, like uh, podcasts and, and uh, community get-togethers and discussions of why things are the way they are. Um, you know, what I would like to see is more unity within, uh, you know, our communities. Uh, people start supporting each other and, and actually backing it up, man. Uh, like I said, again, do me a huge favor. Subscribe to his channel. Um, you know, um, I've been, I've been, you know, scrolling and almost every day I get something from, from Alex here, some, something informative. And I'm like, wow, where does he get all this, all this content from? And it just opens up my eyes. It keeps me alert. Right. It makes me like view things a certain way, man. So, um, th this is the guy you guys need to support, man. Thank you. You said a lot of truth, man. A lot of truth. And, uh, just to piggyback on what you said when we also have Mexican brothers and sisters who make it here in this country, they think that anyone can do it. Um, and, and that's when I, I try to tell you, like statistically, dude, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. Like, how do you think, why is it that nine out of 10 small businesses are failing? Right. So that's not a good stat. Like that doesn't mean just because one person out of a hundred made it 
hey, well, if I made it, you know, y'all can do it too, you know. But the system, the way it's created right now, it's it's super hard. But I mean, and I'm not saying not to take accountability for yourself, not to work hard. Of course, we're gonna we have all those obstacles that you mentioned, right? But I'm just simply saying, like, I think we should make those obstacles less and obsolete in, in the future, you know. And for example, yesterday when I was in San Diego, we were driving down, we we're uh, walking down the boardwalk on our bikes, uh, looking for some races. Uh, everyone in in the front, everyone in the in the in the beach houses, dude. I didn't see one black person. I didn't see one Mexican. All white people, dude. And this and it's crazy how like they believe in generational wealth. So, but then again, if I go back and be like, well, a lot of slave owners profited it. A lot of people who colonized this country profited off of our demise. And they they are are privileged to have that generational wealth that goes back hundreds and hundreds of years. Like for example, Wells Fargo. It was uh, started off by slave owners and now other families, they're well off now, you know, they have beachfront houses now too, you know, and that's what we're up against, you know, the majority of wealthy people, what is that? I think 60% it's inherited. You know? That's what, so, gen that's what general, uh, I'm sorry, um, general wealth uh, comes from. That's what the term is. Uh, so, so basically like generational wealth, you know what I'm saying? So like if I become a millionaire right now, obviously my kids are going to be, doing not bad you know and their kids too maybe for a long time and that's been coming for a long time and people say well that was the past slavery that was the past uh native americans that was the past but it it means a lot it means a lot to why things are the way they are now you know so yes be accountable for yourself yes we have to work hard yes i'm not saying sit down and wait for the government to do something no like we are gonna work hard and go through all those obstacles that you said you saying both has to go through but damn man like, why be mad at me for trying to make it safe, easier for, for us? Because it's been easy for them. That's it. Man, oh, man. Look, man, I, I love having you on here. I get excited when I listen to you talk. You definitely open up my, my mind, and, and, and it makes me want to go out there and do stuff, man. I know you got to go. So, you know what? I just, I'm just going to say it like this. Look, man. Uh, thank you, Alex, for coming on. We invite you to come back again. Uh, you know what? We, we want you to be our correspondent. So whenever you have anything... That, that you want to say, if you just want to come in and just talk and relax, whatever, you're always invited to come out to the Tacos and Workouts show. Um, you know what, before we we have to go, because we have to go, um, give them all your info so they could follow you, man. Sure. Uh, I know it's a bit hard. So my last name is Enamorado. So you can follow me on Enamorado Alex underscore, all social media platforms. So it's E and as a Nancy, A-M as in Michael, O-R-A-D as in David, O, Alex underscore. Uh, or you can just simply search Enamorado on Instagram. Luckily, I pop up now. I was shadow banned for a minute, but I should pop up. All right. There you go, guys. So do me a huge favor. Follow him. Uh, we're going to be seeing a lot more from him. And uh, we'll say goodbye for now, but we're not. Oh, I'm sure he'll be back at some point. Thanks a lot, guys.